Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast for nonprofits, where nonprofit leaders, fundraisers get the strategies and the confidence they need to see their mission fully funded. Today we're talking about how donors don't give to you because your problem's big. No, they give to you when you make your problem solvable. Glad you're tuned in. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome to the show. David Oaks here. Today we're talking about how your donors need to see your problem as solvable, not unsolvably big. And I know you're thinking, but I have a problem that can't be solved. It's probably not going to be solved in my lifetime. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about and how you can show your donors how a piece of your problem is solvable. And if you do that, you'll raise a whole lot more money. All right, just before we get started, I want to remind you, you don't have to do your fundraising alone. Join the Minor Touches to Major Impact Fundraising Accelerator, where myself and about a dozen fundraisers get together two times a month online. We meet almost sometimes every day in our Slack channel, and we do our fundraising together. I coach them, I challenge them, I push them, and then we all hold each other's hand while we 10x, 20x, 100 times multiply our income. Okay, so uh, click on the link in the show notes and check us out and come join us. All right, fun people, don't give. Your donors don't give to you because you're Mission is so big. They give because you make it solvable. They give because you make your problem solvable. I've got a link here in my blog post of an envelope that has my address on it. And it's from a, an agency that feeds hungry people. And on the outside of the envelope, you can click the link in the show notes and look at it. It says only 25 days left to provide 25,750 meals. Now, here's what I'm positing. When you send that to me, 25,750 meals, people who need to eat, that motivates me not to give. Because I can't feed. I don't have the resources to feed 25,750 people. And when you ask me to help that big group, I'm not motivated. I just look the other way because I already know I cannot fix that. Fundraisers often think that the larger they describe their needs, the more people will be motivated and the more money they'll get. They use large numbers under the mistaken belief that it will motivate donors to give, but it does the opposite. It steals motivation from donors and it kills your fundraising. Noticing this tendency, Jeff Brooks, one of my favorite teachers, Jeff Brooks coined the phrase fund crushing. You can look at his fund crushing website, click the link in the show notes and you can look at it. He defines fund crushing as, quote, the evil cousin of fundraising, unquote. Now, telling me that there are tens of thousands of homeless people on the streets tonight in my city, it's an excellent reason for me not 
to give. I cannot provide tens of thousands of homeless people with a home. Anything I could do, it won't come close to providing shelter for tens of thousands of homeless people. Asking me if I realize that 780 million people worldwide have no access to clean water, it motivates me not to give because I cannot provide clean water to 780 million people. Anything that I could do will not help or affect 780 million people. Nonprofit leaders, fundraisers, sometimes think that they can motivate their donors to give if they describe their problem as large enough. Missionaries believe they can impress donors to give if they impress the, express their mission as massively huge. But here's the truth. Donors don't give to you because your mission is big. Donors give to you when you make it solvable. Wow. When you show the donors a problem they cannot solve, solve Jeff Brooks calls this fund crushing. On the other hand, fundraising would be to show the donor a problem they can solve. Fund crushing reinforces a common belief in potential donors' minds that their gift is gift. It's just too small to make a difference. You see, big numbers are eye-catching. They make headlines. They are significant. But they have this sinister ability to steal a donor's hope that they can make a difference. I'm challenging you today. Don't steal donors' opportunity to do something significant with their financial giving. Donors want to make a difference. A major key to fundraising is allowing the donor to make a difference with their gift. A key to great fundraising is to give the offer, the donor the opportunity to make a difference. A key to great newsletters even, it's showing the donors the impact of their gift. Answer the question, what will $25 buy? Answer the question, what will $100 pay for? What does it cost to reach one of your constituents for a day? What does it cost to save one animal? What does it cost to preserve one acre of rainforest? Maybe I can't save the whole Brazilian rainforest. Give me an idea of what it would cost maybe for me to impact an acre. Maybe I can do that. What does it cost to buy one of your students a uniform? Just one uniform. Instead of asking me to change hundreds of kids' lives, hundreds of kids need uniforms. Yes, but don't ask me to give to that. Ask me if I will buy one uniform. What does one hour, one week, or one month of counseling cost in your mission? Break it down. Give me an amount of money, something that money pays for, and I'll solve that problem for you. Tell me that $4 
buys one meal for a homeless person, oh, y'all, I can fix that. That motivates me to give. Tell me that $156 can provide six weekly 12-step meetings and personal coaching for one man for six months. Are you kidding me? That's $156 well spent. I can fix that. Tell me that $25 provides one day's housing for a person in addiction recovery. I can fix that. I can give you that. Challenge me with a problem that with an amount of money that I can afford will fix. I may do it. Defining what $25 does makes the $100 donor and the $1,000 donor understand that she has done something significant. Tell her that $25 adds this much value to your beneficiaries and look at how good she feels when she writes that $1,000 check. Remember, donors don't give to your problem that you're solving, to your mission, because your mission's big. They give because you give them a piece of that problem that they can solve. Does your organization break down the power of donor gifts to help the donors understand their potential impact? Is that reflected on your website giving page? Do you communicate that in your appeals? One of the first exercises that I'll do with my clients when they hire me personally is divide their annual budget by the number of people they impact in a year. This exercise, it gets them started thinking about the power of impact. If a program costs $1,000 and impacts 100 people, then the cost of impacting one person is $10. You just take $1,000, divide it by the 100 people it impacts, and you get 10. 100 people are impacted by 1,000. Wow, $10 lets me impact one. In capital campaigns, churches have to show their congregation how an individual's gift It's a vital piece of the doable whole. We usually do that with a gift chart. In major campaigns, nonprofits have to show donors a viable path to their goal. Leaders have to show the potential donor that the plan is practical and doable. Again, we do that with a gift chart in a major gift campaign. Nonprofits waste a lot of money on feasibility studies just to try to figure that out ahead of time. It's a lot of wasted money. It's something the nonprofit can do on their own. Nowhere is this problem more evident than in nonprofit website giving pages. Nonprofit website giving pages are often horrible. Do you know that studies show that 60% of the donors who come to your nonprofit giving page. 60% of the people, they click through, they get to your page, and 6 out of 10 don't leave a gift. Something happened. They were motivated, but something unmotivated them. Because on the giving page in your uh, website, you didn't show your problem or you didn't give them a problem that they could solve with their gift. Trust me when I tell you this, 
Fundraisers leave a lot of money on the table here. Great giving pages show donors problems they can solve. Now, here's what I've done. It's the end of my show, and this is my thought I wanted to challenge you with. But I've put together in a PDF just a collection of 10 great giving pages that help you to see how donors can see how a problem is fixed with their gift. I'm not saying these are missions that are so small that they're giving um, small opportunities. I'm saying they take their huge problem, they break it down into a problem and a an amount of money that the donor can solve. And all of these gifts together help to impact the large problem. But I've put together a free download. Didn't cost me anything just to search the web. And I keep up when I find a great giving page, I'll mark it. So here are 10 great giving pages. It's a free gift to you. You can download it. You can download it by clicking the link in the show notes. That show donor impact impact. It's free to you, and I hope it helps you to see the point of this message. So click on the link in the show notes and get a free this free download from me, 10 Great Giving Pages. You want more money? Want more resources? Want to see your budget fully met and more? Stop describing your problem so big and start describing it rather as solvable. Solve it. uh, Describe it as solvable and donors will give to you like nobody's business. All right. That's my show for today. Don't forget, you don't have to do your fundraising alone. Click on the link in the show notes. Go to my website and check out everything I've tried to inform you, try to help you to know and understand about our minor touches to major impact fundraising group. Come and join us. Come and get in there with us. Okay, let me send you away with some positive impacts. Don't forget who you are. Until next time, always remember we're proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging, y'all. We're not pleading. We're inviting humanity to partner with providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, and to leave the world we found in a better place. Until next time, this is David Oaks reminding you that it's the minor touches that lead to major impact. So long.